Hello. Hello. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Let, oh, let me... good. It sounds good. Yeah, it, it works with uh, VPN only. Yeah, okay. What what VPN are you using? Express VPN? Pardon? Which VPN are you using? Uh, it's, a, it's a free one. I don't know what's the name. Let oh, it doesn't see. matter. It sounds good. Yeah, it's better. Let me turn my, uh, actually, to the airplane mode since my phone is ringing. Yeah, much better. Okay, good. So let's, um, let's just, let's do a rehearsal because, uh, Kenny hasn't come online yet, so I'm, I don't know where he is. Uh-huh. Um, let's do, if you want to, we can do like a little rehearsal and uh, we won't publish this, but we can get, we can, we can test the audio and we can, uh, and you can get comfortable with the questions and stuff like that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Yes. Yes. I'm agree. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, so, okay, I'm reading the questions that you sent me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, let's just make it sound, I mean, like I'm walking into the skate shop and I see you and I'm saying, hey, what's up, dude, how you doing? My name's Brad. I'm from America. How are you doing? And you just, and we just talk like we're just walking into a skate shop, you know, meeting each other for the first time. Yes, I got it. Cool. So, what was your first exposure to skateboarding? Mm, well, uh, actually, when I was uh, like 14 years old, uh, my friend who had an uh, old school skateboard, was my first uh, exposure to skateboarding, and I, so and when I you asked were 14. Him, yeah, I was fourteen. Now I'm thirty-four years old. Oh wow! And where did you? Yeah. Where did you? Where did you grow up? Uh, in Tehran. In Tehran, in Iran. Yes. Yes. And what was? What was? What was? Um, what was life like growing up in Iran at 14 years old? Mm, if you feel same as yeah, yeah, same as other countries um, before the age of 18, since uh, everything is cool and there is no problem. But after the age of 18, um, we see a lot of problems in the society. And is is that when the is that when the Ayatollah came into power? Yes, of, of course. Of course it is. Okay. So before when the when the Shah was in power, it was it was mm -hmm. much different. Yes, absolutely. So when you were fourteen, the Shah was in power and things were things were pretty cool, yeah? No, no. Uh, actually the revolution like for 42 years ago it's not uh 20 oh okay ago. forgive my history i'm not good at history <laughs> no, that's okay so what was your first skateboard my first yes and that was my first um actually old school one but i don't know after two years i got my first professional board from a store in Tehran. Um, and what kind, what, what brand was it? Uh, it's brand, I don't know. It's not popular, but it's, but uh, it was Kier Loop. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the brand for glass. I don't know. It's specifically for uh, making a skateboard. Okay. Just for, uh, I don't know, just for sample, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was your first, uh, and tell, I want, I always, Kenny usually asks this question, but 
since he's not on right now, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what was your first experience riding a skateboard? What was it like? Mm, I mean, you mean that, uh, yes, it, since it was not a, a professional one, it was like a old school, I, I could only ride and uh, try to turn and kick turn and, and so on. Okay. Beautiful. And how and when did skateboarding make it from California to Iran? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Um, actually, um, before um, it, I, I've written something here and then as Uh, at that time, n- nobody knew anything about skateboarding except people who were at the at their sixties or older. Um, because before Iran's revolution, almost uh, actually twenty forty two years ago, great relationship between Iran and the United States. Uh, we had a, a lot of things in common. Uh, I remember. An old guy at the age of almost 60 or 65 asked me, uh, would you please, uh, would you please let me ride your board? And I, uh, and I told him, be careful, <laughs> do not break your leg. <laughs> and he got my board and I, I remember he, he rolled it well. You know why? Because uh, his father actually, uh, when he went to California, he uh, got him a, a skateboard as a souvenir. So at that time, everyone was eligible to visit California um, without any difficulty. But now it's almost impossible. You know, uh, I had an invitation letter from Mr. Gallerin to visit yeah, uh, yeah, Woodward yeah, yeah. Camp. And, and uh, also he offered me to join one week in a camp with a full scholarship, but I was rejected oh, by the embassy. Yeah. <laughs> Since my nationality is Iranian, but I don't care. Uh, I'm proud of being Iranian. And, uh, you know, we are not only the community that we are suffering from these difficulties and Well, if it makes you feel any better, it's difficult for me to come to Iran. So, yes, vice versa, exactly. Oh man, okay, I like that. That's great. Thank you so much. What kind of, what kind of skate media did you watch when you were younger? Uh, Actually, um, uh, I got the game. Named Tony Hawk One. I don't know Tony Hawk One or the previous edition. <laughs> I can't remember. Video game. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was oh, a video yeah. game. And uh, remember, <laughs> after after finishing each part, I could uh, see the video parts from professional skateboarder. That was my first skate video. Um, after that, I got. The VHS by my friends who mm, came from France, I don't know. Uh, the, the title was Oh My God. <laughs> produced by Circa, yeah, I think, right? Mm-hmm. The company Circa, I think. Yes. And yeah, that was the first. Uh, skate videos that I who was your skate favorite skateboarder when you were younger? Yeah, yeah uh, Eric Costin. And for what sure. did you like about <laughs> Eric Costin? <laughs> Since he he could skate with his both uh, feet, you know, I was amazed how he can skate. And I, I and I didn't realize. Um, actually, I didn't know. Uh, what's the difference between uh, uh-huh. goofy and, and regular stance? And then 
I catch it while I was uh, playing the game. I, I, actually, I I uh, learned uh, most of the names of the skateboard tricks uh, by uh, playing the game. What was your first skateboard trick? First ollie and then uh, kickflip. Perfect. This sounds good. This is really good. You're doing really well. Um, and I want to. I want to talk about um, because the most fascinating, the most interesting thing that you know I learned from Kenny was that you started making your own skateboards in Tehran. How did you mm -hmm. come up with that idea? Mm -hmm. uh, let me let me start with um, the price of the dollar. I have written something. Yeah, no problem. Take your the, time. We're we're no no uh, worries at all. Dollar. We're just we're just talking right now. Okay. Good. Um, let Um, the pr the price of the price of a complete board uh, was like hundred mm -hmm. US dollar when I was fourteen, and which was all which was almost one million reals in my currency, uh, and now in the US is almost the mm -hmm. same, right? It's, it's a complete one, and but but now each complete board costs twenty five million reals. It's almost 25 times uh, expensive than Oh, that wow. Time. Are you serious? 25 times more. So that'd be like uh, $2,500? Yes, exactly. Yes. In okay. my currency, it's 25 million reals. At that time, it's one, 1 million. Yes, it's almost 25 oh, times greater okay. than before. And and also this was actually at that time four years ago when I started to when I started to make board, making board uh, the price was higher and then everyone couldn't buy any boards and that that was the most difficult uh, barriers that a skateboarder had at that time and also myself I couldn't buy I couldn't afford uh, for to buy a skateboard, so I um, decided to make boards, and 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 it was very difficult, and and it's and it's not done yet, uh, since uh, it's hard to to uh, yeah. set up the uh, sure. factories, and so yes, it's almost <clears throat> hard. So how did you, how did you? learn to make uh make a skateboard did you watch youtube videos or did you read about it on on the internet or how did you figure out okay i need to make a press i need to get this type of wood i need to get this kind of glue i need all these different things where did you learn about that Uh, first, I uh, started to research how to build a mold. Uh, the mold was, uh, I think, the hardest part and how to uh, make it. Uh, first, I got a toy machine board to, to make a... Yeah. Yes, the copy from, from, from the board. And I researched how to uh, build a concrete mold uh, with many try and errors and after almost six uh, six molds uh, it could it, it wasn't broken so I got that one and I researched uh, how to build it and then 
the actually the um, videos from YouTube uh, was very yeah, for sure helpful, and I could. Uh, it's the based on the research. Since I'm 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 engineer and I, I and I and I written a paper and I know how I didn't to. Re- I didn't realize uh, that you were an engineer. Research. What kind of engineer so, are you? Uh, I'm mechatronic uh, engineer. It's a combination of oh really and mechanical. Okay, so, and you, mechanical. so yes. you already knew, or you already had a um, a good experience with machines and how they work, and and um, how to put things together in a way that would uh you know be successful yes and also my my father he also uh, has a workshop he, he knows how to uh he, he he helped me so much in in this particular job and uh and also my brother I wasn't alone to do that one. It's, it's impossible to do this uh, yeah, big, it's a project big project alone. So, so your father and your yeah. brother helped you to make make your factory. Yes, definitely. And and how how many yes, boards definitely. do you make in your factory? Uh. More than hundred boards, we we made it, and uh, the first one, uh, it was uh, it was it worked in less than um, one minute with one uh, trick, and I didn't uh, actually uh, strive to uh, to make it, and I tried it again and again, and then finally uh, I got how to put the the layers you know the the, la- the layers should be in a, a string and then another one should be in uh, perpendicular to the uh, the previous layer i didn't know that and uh, that was the the most important thing that i didn't notice and after I uh, make it uh, correct, how many it, it how worked. many tries did it take you before you got a successful board? Oh wow! More than hundred times. So you you tested it yes one hundred times before you got a successful skateboard. Wow! Oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. So exactly. it was almost like. Uh, you know, the light bulb, like Thomas Edison with the light bulb. He tried so many different ways, different <laughs> filaments, different electricity. And finally, after so many tries, he got a su- successful skateboard or a, a light rather. Now, let me ask you, <clears throat> what were the, from from the time that you started, the very first one to the 100th one, what were some of the things that you learned along the way that um, allowed you to be successful? Um, the, the first one, and I told you that the structure of the layers of the wood, how to... Uh, put layers and this one was the most important part and then the glue also where uh, where, where did you get the wood and i uh wood um the first the first uh, wood that i tried was uh from uh north of iran my brother and i went to no way really and cut a tree Oh my God! Yes, yes, and and gave it to a factory. 
it, maple, it was the maple uh, tree. Actually, the maple wood is suitable for. Yes, it was maple, and depends on the shape of the leaves. Um, you know, I researched that the shape of the leaf uh, is more important. Uh, how how is trying the? Yeah, it depends on the shape of the trees. Yeah, that how how strong the wood is. Uh, and uh, we went there and found uh, found a, a a tree that is suitable for making the board. Uh, however, it's uh, it depends on the uh, weather and uh, the humidity. If the weather is cold, uh, as well as the humid, as well as uh, yeah, um, high humidity, uh, the the, um, the wood will so be how, stronger. How did, how did you learn? You learned all this on YouTube. Would be more strong. No, no, research it. It's not related to, to, to stable stuff. It's related to the industry. Oh, I think we got Kenny food. here. Hey, Kenny. Yes, yeah, exactly. hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, dude, we're having a great conversation. MJ is telling me, we're just doing a rehearsal Hi. right now. Okay. And MJ is telling me about how he, so he, he, he's been experimenting. When, when he started, it took him 100 skateboards before he got one that would actually work. And he was just telling me, I said, I said, you know, what were the lessons that you learned from starting with one going to a hundred? And he was telling me about the, the wood and he, it was crazy. He said that he and his, he and his brother and his father had set up um, his little factory in Tehran and he and his brother drove to the north of Iran and found a maple tree and saw, you know, based on its leaves and the weather and different stuff like that, they cut this specific maple tree down in order to get the right wood for the skateboards. And they brought it back to Tehran and cut it and cut it up. That's it's insane, dude. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. <clears throat> so, um, I have to watch my son for a little while. I don't. Oh, that's I... fine, Kenny. We're just we're just rehearsing okay. right now. All right. What time? Um, what time are you gonna go on for reals? Well, you know that's the thing. It's it's up to MJ because okay. I wanna I wanna I wanna get get him comfortable to play because he's he's speaking really good now. Yeah, and and he's very comfortable <laughs> and. Um, I like where we're going, so let's let let me talk with him some more and see if we can get him comfortable with the way that uh, the conversation goes and how and the questions that I'm asking. Yeah. And then when we do it a second time, when we do it uh, the when we do the recording, uh, then he'll ha he'll be super comfortable and it'll be a lot easier. Okay, great. Yeah, let me know. So. So what I'm doing right now is I'm recording this, mm -hmm. and then we can all review it afterwards. Oh, that's rad! Great idea. Yeah, and then and then determine whether you know, think of different questions that might add to the story. Mm -hmm. You know, ways to get comfortable with it and everything else. Does that sound good, MJ? <laughs> okay. Hi, MJ. How you doing? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Good. Good. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you, Kenny. Long time no see. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm going to get going then. I got to watch this little Let's guy. All right, Kenny, do what you need to do, brother. Take care, guys. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, Kenny Kenny has his, his son, Casimir. <laughs> he's, yes, he's, I, he, I heard that. I've seen some pictures of him <laughs> trying to ride a skateboard. It's wonderful. So, MJ, I'm really... I'm really uh really interested in so this process like this is for me this is what I absolutely love like how somebody goes from one skateboard that doesn't work two three four five all the way up to 100 and at the 100th one you finally 
you finally figured it out. And the fact that you and your brother went to the north of Iran and cut down a tree based on, you know, horticulture and the way that the humidity and the temperature and all these different factors played into a good, hard maple maple tree. So you so you cut this tree down and nobody nobody said anything to you. They're just like, okay, you're in the middle of a forest. Yes, uh, actually, it was a specific area that everyone could uh, go there and find anyone they want, anything they want. And we uh, actually we sent that the tree in the factory to make it uh, the layers. And um, another problem was that uh, the thickness of the layers, uh, the best the best devices uh, available in Iran only can make it only uh, seven millimeters. And the thickness that we were looking for was uh, almost, Uh I don't know, maybe five millimeters or less than one. I I can't remember. And then we we drag it uh, somehow to make the thickness uh, released to you did that yourself five millimeters with hand so you like sanded it down yes exactly wow yes so the layers yes. of maple did you have another company cut it into layers and then you sanded it down okay okay wow yes. okay so they gave you a skateboards or they gave you um, layers that were seven millimeters. And so you and your brother and your father used um, <clears throat> machines like sanding, sanding equipment to make them thinner. Is, is that correct? Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, that's true. I, I'm taking notes. Uh, about you, uh, that you correct my uh, sentence, and then I will use it. Okay. Does that that work for you? Okay. Yeah, no worries. Yes, it works. It's helpful. Thank you. Good. So you sanded these, you sanded these different layers down from seven millimeters to five millimeters. Would you say that getting the getting the wood right was the was the most important thing in your success in developing your skateboards yes um, you know based on the the research um, if the the whole thickness of the board the, the real one should be less than one centimeter because uh, more than uh, actually one centimeter, the thickness too of heavy, the board, yeah. it will be heavier and yes, too heavy and uh, it will uh, let me write too heavier. And the flexibility also is the um, the chief part of the uh, process it shouldn't be uh, more flexible and it shouldn't be more solid uh, something in between and the thickness plays a, a significant role in this uh, yeah part. so what you're saying is it was um, it was kind of uh you were experimenting with the with the different um, uh, characteristics of the wood, so the flexibility, the hardness, these different things, in order to get you know still still maintaining the thickness 
the you know one less than one less than one centimeter and playing around with mm-hmm. these different uh qualities of the wood to get it just right so it was a it was what we what we say in America a process of trial and error you try something it doesn't work mm-hmm. you try it again it works and then you use that if it doesn't work you throw it away if it does work you keep going that's fantastic so now yeah. that we got the wood so you so you're experimenting with all these different qualities of the wood and you're figuring out how to get it to a certain thickness and you're figuring out how to get the right pop to get the right flex to get the right hardness you're figuring out all these different things with the wood now how did you figure out the glue hello hello the glue, uh, I remember that um, I got a board almost uh, almost brand and it was written uh, it was written on the board that it was pressed with a specific uh, glue which is the name of the glue uh, it's like an epoxy name. resin uh, what was the first the first one epoxy Epoxy, yes. No, uh, let me see. I can remember. Let me search it. Yeah, no problem. Take your time. This is a great story, by the way, MJ. I'm really, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to when we record it for real. Is this is, this is really interesting, and I'm sure that everybody else will be interested in how because it's so. very unusual that somebody, you know, because you you typically think oh skateboards, you know, they're either made in America, Mexico, or China, you know. I know. Yes, uh, it's. I cannot find it. Uh, it's okay. It's epoxy, I think. Yeah, it's epoxy. Uh, I think what's epoxy because it's it, it's written on the uh, on the skateboard that this this board is pressed with uh, this specific glue, which yeah. is named uh, epoxy. Yes. Now. That's yeah. Don't worry about that. If you want to, just make a note. If you if you want to talk about that further, so the mm-hmm. wood you figured out over a process of trial and error of a hundred skateboards. The glue. Did you have? Did you have any problems with the glue, or did it work right away? Uh, I didn't have any problem after two or more three tries. Uh, we overcome with the problem. Okay. Okay. So you got that one pretty quickly. So the wood was the hardest part. Yes. Okay. Yes, the wood. And and the shape that you used, you said that you used a um, a toy machine Copy board. Of... Yes. Which toy machine board? Um, you mean the size? Yeah, what was it? Was it was it Ed Templeton or who else? Who, who was it? Ah, oh, 
Garrett Hill, I think. Who? No. It doesn't. It doesn't matter too much if you can't remember. I just. It was for my own curiosity. <laughs> I know. Let Let me. I, I can. Uh, let me. I can't remember. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, let me ask you this: When you, how did you know after after one hundred skateboards? How did you know that you had the right one? Um, You know, I I skate I skate with uh, the board in a skate park, and nobody uh, nobody. could tell the difference. Yes, yeah, yeah, and everyone because I paint the 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 back with uh, I paint it, and nobody catch that. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, <laughs> it's not uh, uh, it's not handmade. You know? So you tested all the boards yourself. Yes, because I nobody knew that. Uh, I'm making skateboard at that time. It was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So now that now that you've you've you you start this this business of skateboard, how how many how many are you making every year now? Um, you know, we, we stopped making. Uh, we stopped making because because of some problem with the making the layers because of the the problem the thickness of the trees. Yeah. Yes, and you know, Iran is the best place, uh, the place, best country to export skateboard to Turkey, to Afghanistan, to. Uh, India, since this the skateboarding is growing up in these countries, and um, also uh, in Iran is the best place to uh, make skateboard to export uh, better than China. Uh, nowadays, um, people um, because because of the rate, the currency of the dollar is is cheap to uh, make boards in Iran and yeah. export it. So there are now there are other companies making skateboards in Iran. No. Okay. There is no companies. Well, it sounds like you might have a good opportunity then. No. Yes, but uh, you know, it needs a great majority of uh, investment. Oh, I see. I see. To... Yeah. So you need you need a lot of money to get like a good big factory going. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, what are you doing with your time these days? If you're not making skateboards, are you are you skateboarding? Are you working? What are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm a student. Uh, I just finished my master, and I'm going to PhD. Uh, oh wow! Of course, yeah. At the University of Tehran. No, I uh, I live in Quiche Island. I used to live in Tehran. Oh, you and... live in Quiche, do you? Yes, I, I didn't do. know that. Okay, it's island uh, in the south of Iran. Yeah, in between UAE and Iran. Yes, exactly. I I've I've heard a lot about it, and I actually understand that there are um, a lot of uh, skate spots there. Yes, yes, there are. A lot of natural transitions. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. So you go to university in Quiche? Yes. Very good. And you're studying uh, uh, Mechlectric? Is that what it's called? Mechatronic. Mechatronic. Mechatronic Mechatronic engineering. Mechatronic, yes. Interesting. So, okay, so when did you move from... Uh, Tehran to Quiche. Uh, two years ago, uh, I came here. Okay, by yourself. Yeah. So your family's still in Tehran. Yes, yes, my family's in Tehran. Oh, okay. 
Do you have a lot of friends there? Yes, my my students actually. Since I have two or three class per per week, uh, I'm TA uh, teacher assistant, and actually uh, before the pandemic, uh, and uh, and of course it's online yeah. right now. But uh, we, I had I have two or three class per week as a teacher assistant. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you're, you're busy almost every day. Yes, almost. But I, I skate every day. <laughs> it doesn't matter how busy I am. <laughs> nice. Do you skate to class? <laughs> no, no, actually. <laughs> it's not, it's not common in Iran, but in the U.S. I think it's, it's okay. Yeah. Yes, no problem. You know, I have a friend in from US. Uh, he lives in Bangkok. Michael, uh, he's a English teacher in the university. And I, when I uh, was in Bangkok, two thousand, I think. No, no, two thousand fourteen. Yes, we skate all day together, and uh, he usually goes to to university with his board, <laughs> and he was. Uh, teacher in the university yeah well, let me ask you this i want to talk about skate parks is there are there many skate parks in tehran uh, yes there are two um, cement parks uh, built and set up with a company from germany uh, actually these these two skate parks uh were import, uh, imported from Germany. Okay. So they're wood skate parks. No, no, cement, oh. cement park. Oh, cement park. Okay. Yes. The, um, one of them is uh, the biggest one in the in, in Iran. And are there a lot of skateboarders at the park? Yes, yes. Tons of them. More than Yes, more than uh, actually in Tehran, I know that uh, more than hundred skateboarders who actually do can do uh, tree flips almost. <laughs> you know, we have more than skateboarding uh, is growing up in Iran. That's wonderful. Nowadays. And and what do you? What do you think was the is the reason there are so many skateboarders in Iran? Um, you know, if I want to speak uh, radically, it it back to the two thousand five when I was uh, when I when I went to the first Asian Indoor Games, and the federation was uh, established at that time. After that, uh, since we uh, go to, uh, we, we went to the competitions uh, for Asian Games, the government decided to uh, make skate park and uh, grow the, this, this sport. Since they already knew that uh, this sport is going to be involved in uh, Olympic, Olympic. Uh, yeah. And, the, the Olympic Games. Yes, Olympic Games. Okay, so the government said, uh, you know, we have uh, the Olympics are coming up and we have this new event, skateboarding. So we're going to support the youth and help them to become better skateboarders, correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. Support youth. Okay. That's cool. Uh, also, I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, I have added two questions. Uh, um, one of which is uh, how popular is skateboarding in Iran, and how many difficulties skateboarders have. Yeah, that's a one. great question. Okay, let me. Um, in Tehran, uh, we there are more than hundred active skateboarders. We have. In uh, skateboarder whose easiest trick is 360 flip. 
uh, we have two big cement parks imported and set up by a company from Germany almost 12 years ago. Also, in every city, uh, there is at least one skate park. However, as you know, everyone in Iran is suffering from inflation, especially in the past couple of years. The price of a complete board was like 100 US dollar, which is almost 1 million reals when I started skating. And now uh, in the US is almost the same, but now each complete board cost like 25 million reals. Despite such uh, rampant inflation, skateboarders has uh, skateboarder here are still improving exponentially. Twelve home, uh, for example, Mustafa and Aryan. Uh, I want to introduce um, actually two guys who are skating all day in Iran in order to, I mean, uh, to become on the Olympics. Yes, you know. Um, Yes, um, and, and, and also you, you mentioned that um, I should talk about the future of skateboarding in Iran. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I'm going to uh, motivate guys to practice and uh, to skateboarding in Iran after they actually uh, heard the, this podcast, uh, they will be motivated. Yeah. And, I'm trying to uh, talk about them and how they they are improving and the level of skateboarding in Iran also if 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 it's okay. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And another question, another question that I've uh, skating. I think I should. Um, do you agree that I should write something and then, um, I don't know, read from uh, what I'm, what I have written and um, I don't know which which one is is better for uh, which one is better. I think if I write something and then I uh, read from them, it's better. I think. Right. It's up to you, MJ. If you if you feel more comfortable mm-hmm. reading from something, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I will just say this: um, you sound very natural, and and mm-hmm. and you've gotten much more comfortable uh, talking from from the time that we started till right now. You have you you're much more uh, comfortable, and you're much more at ease with the conversation and you sound very good. So don't, I I realize that English is, is not your native language, but you're doing a fantastic job and I'm understanding you perfectly. Thank you. So I think I have to add the, uh, the parts related to the making a skateboard. Uh, and I have written some notes that you uh, mentioned, for example, uh, sanding the layers of yeah. the wood and also uh, wood process with uh, trial and errors. And I have to add, I think, these two uh, clauses in order to have better uh, conversation. Yeah, it, whatever you're feeling comfortable with. Yeah, you're doing perfect, man. You're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, should we talk, for example, next day or we can do it now? I don't know. Let's, how about Uh, this? I'm going to send you a link of what we just talked about. So uh you can listen to it and decide whether, if you want to make any other questions, if you want to talk about other stuff and whether or not you feel comfortable with what we've talked about so far. And I'll send mm-hmm. it to you and Kenny, and then we can all listen to it. And then, uh, so that we understand how to communicate with each other in uh, the best way possible. Okay. Sounds great. 
perfect. Yeah, this is a this is a great rehearsal. Let's um, you let me know. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to send you a link after this conversation, and you can listen to it. And Kenny will listen to it, and I'll listen to it, and then uh, you tell me when is the best next best time for you to talk. Okay. Good. Yes. Cool. Yes, I'm agree. Yes, I, it's cool. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, MJ. This you have a you have a very fascinating story. It's really, uh, you know, I remember when when Kenny had come back from Iran and he was telling me about. It's like, man, there's this guy that makes his own skateboards, and I was just like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy? I want to talk to him. And it's it's just really uh, amazing that you had the motivation to make your own skateboards and and you and you you kept going and kept going and kept going and tested and tested and tested until you found something that would work right and it's just amazing to me to hear these stories and that's why we wanted to talk to you because it is really an amazing story Yes, thank you. Cool. I'm. I'm going. Uh, I will do my best. Uh, I'm listening to the link that you. I actually we. I listened to that conversation we had, and then uh, take another notes and add something uh, to it in order to have perfect the, the best one. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up now then, and uh, I'll send you the link in about ten minutes. Okay, thank you so thank much. Thank you, MJ. Really appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate it too. Shukran, Habibi. Shukran. <laughs> it's Arabic word. Oh, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> what is it in What is it in in Persian? What we say after the conversation? Yeah. What should uh, we say? Um, we usually say, uh, in it means in in. English it means God God bless you. Allah yibarak fiq. No no, khodafez. It means <laughs> it means that God bless you. <laughs> oh, how how do you say it again? Khodafez. Uh, khodafez. Yes, khodafez. Okay, I will remember that. I'll put that in my notes. <laughs> well, khodafez, Jay. Khodafez. Assalamu alaikum.